to another edition of Simpleton Review. I am your host, Nate, and I'm coming to you with uh, uh, Simpleton number two, Simpleton number three, and we got a guest host this week. First of all, Simpleton number two, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Charlie Gibson, Simpleton number two. Sweet. Simpleton number three. I'm Lemuel Edwards, Simpleton number three. Awesome. And Mr. Guest Host, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Ah, Shalomi, my homies. I am Dan. I am uh, one of the co-hosts of Netflix and Swill, a podcast that covers all Netflix-related objects on the internet. <laughs> all Netflix-related objects. Everything. That's my new nomenclature for it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That works. That works. So, we uh, we are into... Thanks, Dan, for joining us, first of all. Truly appreciate it. And if you guys have never checked out the Netflix and Swill podcast, they have massive following. They've got tens of thousands of people that listen to them on a weekly basis. <laughs> right? No? What? Come uh... on! I know your downloads are much better than mine. I know they are. Anyways, hey, he's been on my other podcast, Everyone Has a Story. It's been quite a while ago. You were one of the first guests I ever had. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, again, I will listen to it every week. Him and uh, Kayla bring you great Netflix news. And uh, it's called Netflix and Swill because they also uh, talk about what they're drinking on uh, on that podcast. What are you drinking now? I see you got a drink you're lifting up. What do you got going on? <laughs> oh, it's just kombucha. Kombucha! Oh, wait, there's what? my camera. Uh, all right. Dude, kombucha's well, gross. Well, right now I've got, what? <laughs> Shut up, man. I've got coffee. Like That's what I got. I got coffee. Charlie, you got anything you're drinking today? Uh, I got a Coke for now. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, I guess we're all going alcohol-free. We'll see how this podcast goes. Maybe it'll be boring. <laughs> uh, technically, there's half a percent of alcohol in there. So, <laughs> uh, Did you homebrew it? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So it, it... I'm not I'm not that talented yet. <laughs> uh, that, that, that is coming. Right. That's fair. Well, this week we are going to be reviewing the Netflix movie Enola Holmes, and so we're glad to have Caleb – or I'm sorry. Whoa. Don't. I'm sorry. You, see, you wish you had Caleb. <laughs> no, oh, Dan is awesome. No. So we're glad to have Dan oh. on the show with us uh, this week. And uh, so let me just tell you, we're going to be, re- did I say the movie already? Uh, Enola yes. Holmes. We're going to be reviewing Enola Holmes, which is a mystery film. It's uh, based on the book. Uh, it's a young adult fiction series by Nancy Springer. Uh, stories about uh, the teenage uh, sister of the famous um, Sherlock and... Uh, Mine, Minecraft. How do you say his name? Minecraft. 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 Not Minecraft, but Minecraft. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, so she's uh, she's probably a little nicer than both uh, Sherlock and Minecraft. Uh, maybe a little bit more obnoxious in, in a certain way. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to that and talk to that. But anyways, the star of the show is Millie Bobby Brown. Most of you probably know her from another Netflix show uh, entitled Stranger Things. It also uh, stars Henry Cavill. He plays Sherlock Holmes. We'll maybe talk just a little bit about his uh, acting abilities when it comes to playing Sherlock Holmes in this. But uh, anyways, yeah, so uh, it was originally uh, scheduled to be released to the theaters, but I guess because of the pandemic, um, they sold the rights to Netflix. And so here Mm -hmm. we are, and it's a Netflix uh, uh, major movie. So uh, you know what, Dan? I, I know you guys reviewed this movie on your podcast. Uh, a, a <laughs> sure while did, ago. and and so that's why I'm really actually excited to uh, to have you on the show because I know you had some very mild opinions uh, about this movie. Why don't you tell me a little bit about it? Uh, I don't like this movie. <laughs> this movie is bad. Uh, okay, for the very very simple reason of. Enola Holmes can't shut up, uh, particularly when talking to the camera. All right. I'm fine with like all the actual movie parts of it, but when she's like, all right, here's what I'm, I'm going to do, and then she does it, and yeah. she's like, wow, it wasn't that easy. I'm yeah. like, 
Cool. I really, I really hate this. Yeah. You're, you're the worst. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not so sure I'm ever a big fan of that, you know, the fourth wall being broke or whatever they call it. But in this case, like you said, it was like, it wasn't even a, a way to move the plot forward. It was just kind of obnoxious. Don't the amount of times they just look at the camera as a result of something that happens yeah. actually drove me crazy. Like, I'm sorry, but I did not need that slight look yeah. to convey the emotion of what just happened. Yeah. I I've seen like, I very care. few movies pull this off well. Maybe Deadpool? Maybe? Yeah, <laughs> Deadpool. Deadpool's got it. Yeah, Charlie. Capstone of it all. <laughs> Charlie, what I don't you know. Go ahead, Dan. I was gonna say, uh, to me, it just feels like a young adult Dora the Explorer. I mean, there was there was one instance where she goes, where where they're coming up with a plan, and she she looks to the camera and she goes, "What do you think?" And then I'm I just about like burn down my house and, and, and like build nets. Throw your story. remote control at the TV at that point in time. Ridiculous. No swiper. Right, no ahead. swiping. Charlie, tell me your two cents on this movie. I'm not a I'm not a 13 year old girl, so it's like really tough to like wait, give it like wait. a super super you're not uh, superior rating. Well, maybe my inner child is. Nah. You know, who knows? Okay, that's yeah. Let's step couldn't, back. Couldn't that, see but... it in my artwork though. I mean, come on. <laughs> Any, okay. Anyway, what I'm saying is, is that it's like it definitely has a specific audience, and I think mm -hmm. that the I mean, it's kind of like bringing the office down to that level. I mean, almost because they're trying to trying to give it some life, but they kind of like did a lot of like reference points that, that worked for the office mm -hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't work i mean it doesn't work in a fast moving uh action kind of like pace yeah um, you could see it you could probably see it in like uh like a like a kung fu movie where they could do it in a campy style and like all mm -hmm. of a sudden but they do use the the language barrier as part of it so oh, i see i could kind of see where where they got some of the ideas yeah but at the same time yeah rolled out poorly <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Okay, so wasn't Millie Bobby Brown one of the producers of this movie? Wasn't that what I remember? She indeed was. Okay. Uh, this is part of her... She she signed a production deal with Netflix, and this was one of them. Like, oh. this became one of them after they sold the rights to Netflix. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're going to see more of this. Mm. And that's kind of like the big thing was I was very excited to watch this movie yeah. because I wanted to see what she could do. I'd seen her in Stranger Things. And, you know, she's fine. Like, yeah. she does some good things. She does some eh things. Right. Then she was in Godzilla King King of Monsters. Oh, I haven't and seen that She didn't that do one. anything in that. Okay. No, and it's not even her fault because nobody does anything in that movie <laughs> except for Bradley Whitford. All right. <laughs> Regardless, the the point the point is, is like, you can't really go to get, get a good gauge on her. So, like, this was supposed to be it. This is supposed to be the movie where it's like, all right, are you legit? <laughs> and... I can't even say if she's legit or not because I'm like I fucking hate them. No, that's fine. I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I thirteen. We're allowed one f bomb. I, I swear constantly on my show, but uh, I I hate this movie and I hate the the the, the way they decided to tell it. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, can I really judge her fairly off of this? Like she's like yeah. her character in and of itself isn't annoying. It's just right. what she's doing, what she's written to do. Right. That it is outside of her character is annoying. Right, right. Dami, what, what, what were your two cents on this movie? Uh, like I said earlier, the amount of fourth wall breaks drove me absolutely crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there was definitely the point where you kind of suddenly learn, like, she kind of knows how to fight was awfully convenient, in my opinion. I would have preferred if they would have thrown that at the beginning of the movie, so that at least I would have been, like, prepared for that instead of, oh, by the way, this happens, I guess. Mm -hmm. Cool. 
So, um, yeah. you know, and <laughs> I know you said we were going to talk on Henry Campbell's uh, acting or whatever. Dude was a rock. The dude was an actual rock. <laughs> well, isn't he always, though? I mean, look at Superman <laughs> and look at his acting in uh, The Witcher and tell me how much different it was, except that maybe he smiled I in this one. Witcher, and that's yeah. about the only difference between the other two roles. Really? I mean, and it was kind of unfortunate because they kind of broke character for <clears throat> for uh, Sherlock. I mean, he yeah, all of a sudden was true. sensitive. I mean, mm-hmm. how many other yeah. productions have you seen Sherlock yeah. like get way sensitive? Yeah, Mycroft was the express was the jackass, it. and Sherlock was which Mycroft is always which Mycroft is, is, is the jackass. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but regardless, Sherlock was like this. Yeah, sweet, like oh, I you know, it's like oh, what is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? It was just I don't know, it just felt weird. So that is actually a Sir Arthur Conan Doyle thing. I, after he brought back Sherlock from the uh, infamous uh, ending that they had him do with the the falls, uh, he he came back and gave him more emotion. So really? like that's a carryover, and that is a very specific uh, character trait. And I say that because his estate, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's estate, sued the producers and writer of the uh, book. Really, this movie is based on because <clears throat> their Sherlock Holmes. Uh, it like that Sherlock Holmes with emotions is not out of copyright yet, but really? Sherlock Holmes with no emotions is out of copyright. Oh. So you, it's like, oh. like, uh, so you can play the Cumberbatch it? edition. So, so that's why Elementary yeah. looks oh, like okay. it does, and Sherlock looks like it does. The BBC production and the and the CBS production, right? Yeah. Be, because he has BBC, very yeah. few emotions, and therefore you can have him be like. Basically, as we consider it now, on the spectrum, mm. uh, very socially awkward, mm. that kind of stuff. Mm. But now, if you put give him emotions, oh wait, got to go through a whole okay. court battle. So that's <laughs> so, that's what happens. Oh, so, <laughs> so it's pre-drug riddled Conan Doyle and post-drug riddled Conan Doyle is what we're yes. trying to say. Okay, all right, that's fair. All right, good deal. All right, well, yeah, I I don't know. I I'm not a big fan of Henry Cavill. I think Witcher's probably his best role because there really doesn't have to be a lot of emotion in that in that role. So it's just kind of like it seems to fit. But this Sherlock, I just was like, yeah, maybe that's because I'm not. I haven't read a lot of the books. I don't know much about his character except for what I'm seeing on TV. Um, but I actually thought Helena Bottom Carter was probably the best actor in the entire movie, even though her role was so short. I mean, she always brings something to each movie she's in. No? No? You're shaking your head, Dan. What's going on? <laughs> no, I'm like tossing and turning. I, I don't know. They're they're all – everyone's perfectly average in this movie yeah. uh, overall. So It reminded I mean, me – well, Dan, you may not be old enough, but Charlie, you remember the ABC after school specials they used to have? Oh, yeah. You remember those? That's what this kind of reminded me of. Something you turned on when you got home from school Absolutely. at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and they were just cheesy done. They were trying to teach some sort of moral lesson, and, it, you know, the acting was like second. It was like the maybe the third or fourth thing they thought about, you know, as opposed mm. to, <laughs> to what kind of moral lesson they were supposed to be teaching. I don't know. That just seems like me. So, anyway. Well, let's give our score on this. Why don't we go with Lemuel? You first. Tell me, what, what, uh, what score do you give Enola Holmes? I think I'm going to be maybe even a little generous here. A two. <laughs> okay. Two a two. A two out of five. All right. All right. Charlie, what about you? I give it a two as myself. And as my 13-year-old girl self, I'll probably give it a three. No. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> because that's... you know, you know, with that audience, I mean, yeah, they'd, they'd probably rank a three. But no, I am mm-hmm. sticking with a two. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'll have to say my daughter really, really liked it. She's 18 years old. She liked it a lot. So, like, you're right. It were probably not the audience they were shooting for. And, and maybe Millie. Oh, definitely not. Millie, maybe she's smarter than we give her credit for. Honestly, who knows? Maybe she knew exactly the target audience. So Dan, what's your score? 
Uh, it hasn't changed since the last time I reviewed this movie. Uh, a two. This is uh, okay. Uh, like I said, a bad movie. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Um, <laughs> All right, I'm going to give it a 2.5. I'm going to give it a little higher. I did actually chuckle on a couple of, you know, points of the movie. There was a few things I thought were slightly entertaining. Uh, but overall, it was, it was yeah, I'm, I'm glad I just watched it once and we'll never have to watch it again. So let's just keep it there. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we are... <laughs> Oh man, this is probably the worst movie we've watched for this uh, for this show yet. I think. Oh boy, do I have some yeah. movies I need to give you? For <laughs> oh, you, man. Yeah. well, I've heard oh, some of I them. I think we'll uh, take the list. <laughs> uh, so Dan, Dan, and Caleb do this uh, segment on their show called Dick Picks, and uh, yeah, l- l- some of the movies they end up watching. D I C space P I C K S. Yeah, yeah, D I C. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So dictionary. So dictionary picks. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> then we cleared that up. PG-13. Hey, it took me a while to figure that out myself. But anyway. All right. (laughs) So we're going to move into a little pop culture news. And Dan, since you are our guest, why don't you go first with your little piece of news? All right. Well, uh, I brought two just in case. But uh, I I will now steal potential video game thunder because uh, IO Interactive, the developers of the Hitman franchise, uh, the you know, not the movie franchise, but they did license that. The, the guys who developed the video games uh-huh. uh, are developing a new James Bond game called Project oh, Double, yeah. oh, wow. 007. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's They're working with MGM. Uh, it's weird because they just got away. I think they just got like recently away from WB, and WB has been like uh, working on... Um, has been like producing all the movies for for James Bond at least. Uh, so it's a weird thing that they they got away from WB and now they're working back with WB. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> it's a James Bond game. We've only been asking for this since Goldeneye on the on the Nintendo whatever that yeah. was. The Agent Under Fire was pretty okay too on the PlayStation Two. I'm just saying. I. Never even heard of it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh-huh. That was great. And, and then like you're it. talking to me and Nate, who are total gamers. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> hey, you start talking about I still got I can Pong. tell you what's going on. Yeah, no Pog, right? <laughs> I mean, we're from the 80s, right? I mean, our big games were like uh, Zaxxon or something like that. You know, Defender, right? So, anyway. Okay, well, uh, that sounds exciting. That should be pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, the Hitman games are great. Uh, I, I can't recommend them enough. Uh Hitman 3 coming out later this year, or no, uh, later in like January of 2021, which is crazy to think about, yeah. but uh, we're getting that, and then apparently that'll be coming out sometime in 2021, like late, I don't know, they don't give an exact release date, but who knows, we'll find out. Is it going to be available on all platforms, or what? Uh, I would assume so. Uh, okay. I was pretty good at um, releasing for all the platforms, okay. they're, they're not like stringent on one. Okay. Good, good deal. Sweet. Lemuel, why don't we go with you? What's your piece of news? Okay, so mine is honestly kind of lame, but I figured I'd go with this one. There was this channel that was started a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Name was Unis Honest. Basically, mm-hmm. the whole point of the channel is they'd release a video every day for a full year. At the end of that full year, they would just delete the entire channel. And that happened about a week ago. Mm-hmm. They did a 12-hour stream. They watched a bunch of their old videos. One of the guys got a tattoo on stream for for the video, and uh, they deleted the whole channel. It's gone. doesn't exist. So it's just a weird <laughs> experiment in my head because I don't think anyone's ever done that on YouTube to that capacity. Anyways. So. Yeah. It was an entertaining channel. Some of the videos I watched, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, Markiplier's funny anyway, so I've always liked yeah. him. So. 
Hmm. Right on. Did you ever watch that channel, uh, Dan? No, I've only heard about it through through rumblings. And no, gotcha. I just went, eh, I don't follow it, either of these people, so I don't yeah. care. Well, <clears throat> do you watch any YouTubers? Not really. Hmm. That's fair. I'm not, I'm not, I don't use YouTube for that. I use YouTube for, I actually don't know what I use YouTube for, but I use it for something. <laughs> fair enough. All right, right on. Charlie, let's go with you. Yeah, so um, I was doing my usual troll of looking for Christmas gifts this year, and I found the the best wife gift there is and it's made by dyson dyson vacuums came <laughs> okay out well something new. you're starting to get this a little <laughs> awesome yeah. this okay. is awesome it's way expensive but it's like a hair dryer for four hundred dollars <laughs> dyson vacuums they made like total like hair 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 products like so you got the the blow dryer the curling iron and you can do it all for like 450 500 dollars yeah so hair you, straightener for $550. I'm telling you, these are the things that every lady is going to get this Christmas. Well, okay, now hold on. You're telling me just the blow dryer itself costs 400 bucks. Like there's the no blow dryer accessories. Is 400 bucks. The, Wait. The hair straightener? <laughs> nah, nah. Are you serious? No, I'm, I'm Wait. serious. Just because Pull it up. it's on it, I was at I even troll cuz I I had to replace my microphone today. So I walked through Best Buy. And Best Buy actually has them out on display. If you want to go see them, they are out. And is... hot pink or fuchsia. And what? we're talking a five hundred oh, dear sweet baby Jesus hair dryer. Oh my gosh! Out of okay, all the things I've heard this year. Why does this surprise me the most? <laughs> <laughs> you said they were made by Dyson, right? Dyson. The guys so do they made, swivel? They made the extreme vacuum. No. It's, it's, do they uh, swivel? It's, they don't swivel, but they don't blow hot like air either. It has like a target lock on. Oh it doesn't God. get real hot. Hey, uh, so uh, Dan, uh, you, you going to buy your girlfriend one of those? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why no. not? Come on, Well, now. first and foremost, first and foremost, uh, she doesn't want Christmas gifts. What? Second of all, Lucky you. second of all, it's $400. <laughs> Yeah. I just spent five hundred dollars on a PS5 over there. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Are you kidding? Look, nothing says love like a PS5 for you and a four hundred dollar blow dryer for her. She'd she'd yell at me if I got her that. How much does this cost? Four hundred dollars. Take it back. <laughs> Holy crap! Give me That's the thirty dollar Con Air. Come Ooh, on, guys. Give me the thirty dollar Con Air and then three hundred seventy dollars in cash. What are you doing? I mean, you like a Kardashian if you're gonna buy something like that. It's just nuts. I don't uh, get it. No, that's okay. below Kardashians. What do you mean? Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, that is a middle-class <laughs> status symbol. You go, you walk into parties with that. You don't even take it out of the box. If you're somebody who buys that, you don't even take it out of the box. You take it to parties and you say, I bought this hair dryer for $400. And everyone will just go, I have many questions oh, to man. ask. And you become the talk of the party. Yeah. Yes. I, yes, you do. Yeah. You know what? I would I would sit here and wonder why somebody would spend four hundred bucks on on a, a blow dryer. But my son is in the other room streaming right now on Twitch because he bought he paid a thousand dollars for some Twitch streamer to open up a pack of Pokemon cards for him, ten cards, in hopes that he's going to get some like amazing Charizard or something like that. So I mean, somebody pulled a four thousand dollar card earlier. So I know, I saw that. There. It's freaking nice. Wait, low, but now it's hold there. on. I have many of these Pokemon cards in a shoebox at my house. <laughs> dude, what card was it? Dude, I, I don't uh, know what yeah, it was that that was. 
<laughs> it was a holographic dark. Uh, yeah, dark Charizard. Raichu or something. Oh. oh, okay. I don't. I don't have those cards. I have like the OG set. Like I, I had everything well, but Charizard from the OG dude, set. If, so if, I might be swimming in, swimming in cash here soon. If if yeah, uh, no, if you kept, I might be able to buy a four hundred dollar hair dryer, guys. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> if you if you're playing your cards right and if you kept them in decent amount of shape, dude, look some of these prices up because they're freaking amazing. Like most some of the cheapest Pokemon cards are still like twenty to fifty dollars a piece. It's just amazing. I just like. Whatever. Hmm. Whatever. I don't yeah, know. I heard I some it. of these prices and was real sad that I gave my entire deck away to Brayden when I <laughs> Yeah. Well, there you go. Good job. All right. <laughs> Here's my little piece of news. So, um, I'm a nerd. In fact, I'm kind of a stupid nerd, a uh, redneck nerd sometimes. And I grew up watching wrestling. Okay. And uh, yeah, oh, I, 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 that's something I don't usually admit out loud. Um, but <laughs> I did. I grew up watching wrestling. Um, you know, it was. You know, Dusty Rhodes, Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake Roberts, all of those old 80s wrestlers were my thing. Well, in, about 30 years ago, this really weird dude um, debuted in the WWF at that point in time, and he called himself The Undertaker. And yes. since then, he has become one of the biggest, most famous wrestlers of all time. In fact, he had the longest uh, WrestleMania win streak until, who was it, that jackass? Brock Lesnar. I hate that guy. Brock God, Lesner. I hate that guy. He's Dude, not even, he's it's like not even worst. that I hate his character. I just hate him. I think he's the biggest <laughs> asshole think... in the world. Anyway. Didn't he go to like UFC? Oh, and he got his ass pretty kicked. Pretty much the same thing. Oh, no. Well, he got his ass kicked at UFC. He did originally he? got his ass kicked, oh. and then he was UFC champion. <laughs> oh, really? He did go back and win. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's a big right. guy. So. Okay. That dude. That dude's like you see. If you saw him in peak UFC physical condition, you're just like, that man could murder everybody on the planet right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's definitely an athlete. I mean, he he played in the NFL for a little while uh, as backup at, at at Minnesota Vikings. I don't think he ever started. Yeah, but, I remember um, that. I I what, oh fuck, what man. <laughs> Okay, we're pushing. We're going to PG-14 now, Dan. Sorry, sorry. Uh, No, it was what Madden was that? Because I remember he played on the Vikings, and then he got released. So I was like, I'm going to pick up Brock Lesnar, and I'm going to play Brock Lesnar on my football team. And I I didn't care who was starting. I took him out. I I put in Brock Lesnar, and I'm like, go. I'm not even sure he played a full season, actually, of NFL. I don't think he did either. I think he got cut pretty quick. But, but yeah, so anyways – the Undertaker is actually ret- retiring. In fact, tonight, I believe, is his last uh, match, and that's at the Survivor Series. He's been me- wrestling for 30 years. He's 55 years old. His actually his real name is Mark Calloway. Is his real name? Mm-hmm. Uh, he debuted actually at the Survivor Series in 1990. And guess who? What? Uh, well, his first match in professional wrestling. You know who it was against? Anybody? Anybody? This is terrible wrestling knowledge. I shouldn't know. <laughs> It was Hulk Hogan, wasn't it? No, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Oh. American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, baby, baby. Yeah. So that uh, you guys don't know who Dusty Rhodes is. <laughs> I don't. I, I know who Dusty Rhodes is. Okay, he was this big, just fat wrestler, but yes. he was fun to watch, and he had this thing you'd, you'd hit people with the elbow was way before the people's elbow. Uh, that the Rock had the bionic but, elbow. Yes. Oh, he was he was a tough wrestler. He was fatter than hell, but he was a tough wrestler. So anyway, yeah. So uh, the Undertaker is retiring after 30 years. So it's kind of an end of an era. I mean, he has been one of the biggest draws in the WWE for decades. And um, if you've ever seen him perform on TV, it, there's nothing quite like it. I mean, look, really, all wrestling is is just a male soap opera. 
Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love it. What can I say? I, I, I don't know why. I just like it. So We are definitely the target audience. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I am. My yes. grandpa tried to get me hooked on wrestling when I was a teenager. And you, you weren't going to have anything? Was like, he loved it. Yeah. Oh, he was great. Yeah. He was a skinny science teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I started yeah. watching wrestling when it was regional. Like, he had, like, Southeastern professional wrestling and, you know, New England professional wrestling. And so, like, back in the day, it was on TBS every Saturday and Sunday. And it was, it, well, it originally started out, I think it was called Georgia's Championship Wrestling. And then they changed it to WCW, which ended up becoming the, the main rival to the WWF back in the 90s when they had the big... You know the big rival and wcw was winning and then ted turner sold out to uh uh time warner and time warner didn't really know what the hell to do with a wrestling company so they just let it flop and wwe took all of the talent so now vince vince uh mcmahon runs the show and he's kind of a jackass but anyway (laughs) i'm just saying just kind of all right well hey this has been a fantastic episode dan thank you so much for uh joining us here on simpleton uh review we truly appreciate your insight uh, especially on Enola Holmes. And why don't you tell the audience again a little bit about your podcast and where they can find you? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Second of all, I'm sorry that I dropped two F-bombs uh, very <laughs> haphazardly. That's all right. Uh, uh, but you can find Netflix and Swill anywhere on the internet. Just search Netflix and Swill or go to netflixandswill.com. That's where you get links to our show, uh, our social medias, and that's about it. Uh, that's all we have for now. Uh, you can also contribute to us on Patreon if you want, like uh, a, a wonderful, wonderful man on this podcast does. <laughs> well, one dollar. That's what I give them a So I don't know if hey, I That's all that matters. Hey, monetary support is great. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, of course, Apple Podcast reviews for a podcast, always, always appreciate There you go. And, again, guys, uh, Dan and Caleb do a fantastic job I highly recommend it if you want to find out again all things Netflix and and even things you didn't even know were on Netflix why don't you give them a listen you, you won't you won't regret it alright there are I, some things on Netflix I look at and like why is this on here oh to torture us I don't think <laughs> that's, that's probably it well I'm Simpleton number one Nate Wade and I'm Charlie Gibson Simpleton number two I'm Simpleton number three Lemuel Edwards and Dan <laughs> Oh, and, and I'm a guest, uh, Dan. Guest Simpleton! <laughs> guest Simpleton! Yeah, you're an honorary Simpleton. We'll go with that. Hooray! All right, thanks, guys. We'll have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next time.